Hello friends, this is Annette of AnnetteLeonard.com. Welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. I am so pleased to be presenting to you this part two of my conversation with Sarah Ramey, the author of The Lady's Handbook for Her Mysterious Illness. Please stay tuned and at the end I'll be talking about how you can win a copy of her book if you don't already have one. Um, now let's pick up with part two of my conversation with Sarah Ramey. And so um, after a decade of doing the dance that those of us with privilege get to do with chronic illness, which is try every treatment under the sun and some harebrained things we probably shouldn't have, yes. um, <laughs> you meet Dr. Wonderful. Mm. And we get this quote. Uh, Dr. Wonderful didn't know what was wrong, but critically, but crucially, she said that she would, quote, stick with me, help me maintain at least a baseline of health, and help me keep brainstorming ideas. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I had a Dr. Wonderful, and the I can remember sobbing <laughs> when that happened, and just the breaking open inside of me of, I am believed, I am seen as valid, yeah. I um, am no closer to solutions, but somebody is willing to develop a roadmap and see me through a step by step by step, and if it doesn't work, is willing to keep trying other steps, and it was transformative. Yeah. What would you say to all the Womies out there? who haven't yet found their Dr. W. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so this the first thing that you said is really important, which is that I, I do think that the, the problem here is that this is currently really limited to people who have like some medium amount of privilege. I think that that's true. It's really hard to find um, doctors who take these problems seriously. And if you do, it's usually um, not not always, but it is usually outside the confines of regular medicine, which means that it's probably not covered by insurance, and that's usually problematic. That is not um, that doesn't make the, the that type of medicine that they're practicing elitist. It just means that insurance isn't covering it. Like it, regular medicine, their medical system is broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like regular med people. I say that to me. They're like, "But isn't that you know? Isn't integrative medicine elitist?" I'm like, it, "It's cheaper. The fundamentals of it are cheaper if insurance were covering it. Like it's much more expensive to get like a colonoscopy and a million blood draws, and you know, those things are expensive." They're just not to you because they're covered by insurance. Anyway, the point is, is that to find somebody that takes these problems seriously, you sort of, you have like three options. The first is the worst. And I think that that's to just kind of, to try your luck and like stay in the regular medical system and ask around. Like what I would do is if you can only, if you cannot go outside of regular medicine, I would just put the word out to everyone that you know or google doctors in your area and look for um, doctors who say that they treat things like mast cell activation or postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome or chronic fatigue syndrome or fibromyalgia just because that indicates obviously that they take those things seriously it doesn't it doesn't guarantee that they're a nice person but but at least 
they aren't going to say like, oh, I don't buy all that, which is a lot of doctors are going to say that. And it doesn't matter that they're wrong. Like they, they just, they're still going to say that. And, and importantly, you know, the Mayo Clinic, they treat postural orthostatic tachycardia. They treat mast cell activation syndrome. These are not made up problems. Like it's just that regular garden variety doctors are just, <laughs> yeah, they're just not there yet. And so, so number one would just be to, to, to Google it, which is terrible advice, but I, that's kind of where we are right now. Number two, um, I would say is to look into um, uh, integrative or uh, functional medicine. I talk about functional medicine a lot in the book just because in my experience, my opinion, it's kind of like, you're, it's not guaranteed. Well, my cat is about to knock over the whole thing. <laughs> Sorry. Um, uh, yeah, functional medicine is not a guarantee of like being saved, but it you at a baseline, it's like a filter for uh, the rest of alternative medicine, which is a real crapshoot. <laughs> like going into you can't just I I oh, this was gonna sorry this option two is to just do anything in, in alternative medicine because in alternative medicine people really do tend to take these things seriously, where which is very different from conventional medicine. The problem is, is that a lot of the treatments are uh, bullshit. <laughs> like there's like a lot of, which isn't like there's a lot of snake oil. <laughs> just a, a lot of it, <laughs> and so and, and because I don't want you to flush your money down the toilet, like so many of us have done for decades. It's that that again is why I, I just personally, if I were to start all over again, I would just begin with a functional medicine doctor because they're going to start with the gut. They're going to start with looking at, you know, testing you for Lyme, testing for mast cell activation, testing, looking at, you know, testing, looking at your blood pressure, seeing if you have POTS. Just the, the things that I think are the appropriate places to begin, not to wander for a decade and finally end up with one of those diagnoses because you happen to, to stumble upon somebody. So, yeah, those are the three, the three subpar suggestions <laughs> that I have, um, because there just isn't a very good um, system of care for these problems. I mean, that's the whole issue uh, right now. Is, is just problem. A, it just doesn't exist, and that's, but but that's the reality. That's where we are, and um, and if you really, really can't find anybody, you know, there are a couple of centers. There's the Bateman Horn Center, the Stanford Center for Myalgic Encephalomyelitis. Harvard has a new center. These are more chronic fatigue syndrome centric, but, oh, and the Center for Complex Diseases. Those are all excellent centers and they're conventional medicine, but it, that's just like four centers in the whole country for millions of people. So I, so I tend not to, to start there as a recommendation just because, there's just too many people. Sure. And if you're near one of those, it's good to know. About yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In exactly. Portland, Oregon, there's the Frida Center, which is a fibromyalgia. Oh, okay. Okay, great. Yeah. Yeah. Good to name. Yes. Hope you're enjoying this special edition of the podcast, my interview with author Sarah Ramey. If you don't yet have a copy of her book, The Lady's Handbook for Her Mysterious Illness, I highly recommend the book. It's so great. You can pick it up at your local bookseller or online where books are sold. Also, if you're interested in winning a copy of the book, I have details about how you can do that on my social media, 
The links are in the comments section wherever you are watching or listening to this. And I'll be giving away a copy of that on April 17th, 2020. So please participate if you'd like to win a copy. And be sure to tune in tomorrow for part three and the conclusion of my interview with author Sarah Ramey. Thanks so much. And until we're together again, I appreciate your energy and participation and be well. <laughs>